Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Please welcome Floorbird. Welcome, gentlemen. Great to be here. Oh, the applause from Kevin. Thanks for having us. for himself. I love it. I'm excited. So this is, yeah, you know, we are so excited to have you guys on. This is um, one of our most unique episodes that we've have ever recorded. And we're kind of excited about it because it's new music, which is a huge part of our rock boat community, discovering new bands and just exploring music throughout the country. And Mark and our other co-host, Eamon, who's not here again, Again. um, (laughs) Uh, you know, basically stumbled upon you guys while seeing Mom Rock at at Milk Boy, and yeah. that's kind of how how it all started. So, if you just want to let everybody know where you guys are all based out of, sure. we are. Do we want to do this individually? We're based out of basically Philly, um, basically. but I'm 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 in Phoenixville, the greater Philadelphia area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Eric, Eric's in Phoenixville. I'm in Lansdale. Tom's in Wilmington, Delaware, originally from Doylestown. And Drew is from Drexel Hill, originally. Yeah, I'm in Drexel Hill, grew up in Downingtown. Nice. So nice. But if you live in Florida, we're from Philly. If you live in <laughs> Philly, we're from many places. We're from the surrounding area. <laughs> How did you all like... Um link up with mom rock at, at milk boy how did that how did that transpire kevin do you know that one i don't I know do oh, okay good um so we linked up with mom rock actually through back in december we played with piebald uh back uh the ardmore musical for their holiday show and we were just kind of hitting up uh the people who run Ardmore, who also run Milk Boy and Underground Arts. And we we're like, hey, like, we had a great time playing the show. Like, we like to play another one. Like, actually, we have a perfect show coming up. We have Mom Rock coming through. And we're like, oh, heck yes, we got to play that show. So, um, you know, we got on it and then, you know, met them there. And they were all super cool people. Yeah, we they we they gave us a good gig, and then we just kept asking, and we're gonna keep doing that until they stop giving them to us. Yep. Is the is the theme here? We will stop beating that horse. <laughs> Sounds, I like the strategy, it. though. Yeah. You know, it's persistent. Yeah. Um, you know, so part of the rock boat is uh, a. Have any of you ever ever heard of the rock boat prior to uh, to today? Well, I I heard about it when we met Mark at the mom rock show and then i kind of I, I i had no idea i had i had i had zero familiarity and he's kind of he gave me kind of the the broad strokes he mentioned better than ezra like a few times and i was like i was in immediately i was like this is this this sounds cool what is it and then it's a podcast and i'm like even more convenient <laughs> because i have the experience of the boat from my basement yes nice <laughs> so yeah um, it's uh it, it it's 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 a cruise um, festival that's been going on for about twenty two years, and it's ran by Sister Hazel. And the most unique part about it is, yeah, you have your your big time acts, the headliners, uh, but then there's also about a dozen or so other bands that a lot of people have never really been exposed to. And mm. that's one of the most unique parts about the boat, like Mom Rock. I 
for example, last year they killed the crews. And before we even docked back in Miami afterwards, they had announced that they would be on the next cruise. So That's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really cool experience. And during the year leading up to the next cruise, Six Man, Sister Hazel, and the Rock Boat, they do a thing called sound check, and they invite basically whoever to submit music to Six Man, and then they will. Um, Mark might know the process a little bit better than me, but Mark, do they? Um, they automatically just open it up for everyone to vote or do they go through and select like a handful and then open up for voting? I think, yeah, there's the submission process involves um, the music as well as a music video. And I've, I've seen your music videos that it really, when we met, I, I was uh, uh, sharing how much I love the one, the COVID distanced video that you put together. That was a great yeah. production. But yeah, you um, you submit the video, and then I think there is a you know they do their research to make sure are you personable people, um, are you the kind of band that's going to fit into that community? Which obviously we wouldn't be bringing you on this if we didn't um, we weren't fans of your music. So I think check on that. But then yeah, at some point it's opened up to the rock boat community, and. Um, you know, there is that voting and the uh, it, it just by being on the voting, you attract so many new loyal fans. So, I, you know, it's something that you all should definitely consider. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, I didn't even know this was a thing, honestly, and I want to be on it right now. I don't <laughs> you know, besides growing any fans, I just want to play music on a boat. That just sounds rad. You know? There's like there's like five five stages throughout the entire cruise ship. Um, some of them are outside, some of them are inside, and music starts at 11 a.m. And throughout the day, there's different concerts basically going on in different parts wow. of the ship till about one or two in the morning, and then there's headphone disco, which goes till three or four. What? But yeah. you don't really know what time it is because you're <laughs> a you're in international waters and the time zones change, and yeah. it's an all you can drink package. So boom you know <laughs> where do yeah, we uh, sign up i, do I don't some... want to i don't want to subject some... the audience to the to the administrative side of it but i will probably i'd like to just you know give uh chris and mark a call after this to just kind of like make sure i'm filling out the right forms and yeah. like make sure I'm, you know. yeah 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 your name goes where it says name i, I think <laughs> uh, nice just kidding <laughs> Nice. It's just like my taxes. <laughs> you get two points just for uh, just for writing um, your name. <laughs> and you know what? Once you know, like Mark said, it once once this episode's released, you know, people are going to know who you guys are within our rock boat community. They're going to listen to your music. And one of the most unique parts about the rock boat, we call it the F word family, is when the crew sets sail. Literally, everybody that is a fan that is going on that boat has paid some serious dinero to get on the boat. So they're going to do their research and they're going to listen to every single song, every single band is going to that that has in their catalog. And they're going to come on and they're going to know your music and they're going to know said bands, um, you know, tempo, and they're going to be able to sing all those songs 
while there at sea and it blows some of the bands away like mom rock for example and, and i'm using them because you guys were were, were with them at, at milk so i think it makes sense and mm-hmm. yeah but like when we interviewed mom rock and um we're you know capturing that that moment where you get on the boat and you see all these people who you've never met thousands of people and they they know everything about you they want to buy your merch that you're going to bring on the boat like it's really um it's really a, a an amazing place for for people who love music to uh hear new music experience new music and and make friendships that last a very long time that's crazy that's that's also like one of the i don't know like that's a super important thing to me in terms of like being comfortable at shows because we've played like you know, we've played shows where it may be like a full room, large, maybe it's just because like people like to go to that place or for the headliner or whatever, but there's such a, there's such a strange feeling of like, I use the term hostile crowd sometimes, not because anyone's actually hostile, but it's like, they don't know you. And like, it's great after the show, you get to talk to people and they're like, Oh, I loved it. And I checked it out. And like, that's awesome. But it's a very different feeling when you're on stage and it's like, they don't, that no one's no one's singing along i don't i don't know if they i can't tell if they're doing the head nod but i don't know if they actually like it yeah <laughs> that's funny we just had an artist on who actually used who walked us through that creative process when they're throwing out new songs and they read the room and then after they perform they go back and they debrief and um so yeah that's you know i'm me and mark aren't artists i mean mark plays the guitar well but I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm not on your level, guys. Yeah, that was uh, Kevin Baldus of Lit was sharing that a lot of it, the the one single miserable um, that they released was based on the crowd feedback. Interesting. Wow. We um we we went through so when when uh when Mark saw us uh, with Mom Rock, I think that was the last time we did one of our songs, Pale Blue Dot, and we kind of pulled that for a little bit just on the basis of like. When you're playing a room that doesn't know the band, that's a down song. It's a really slow song. And it would like, if we're playing a bar crowd or something like that, people kind of check out and you could be, you kind of tell. I don't even think it's not, it's not necessarily like that it was like a new crowd. I feel like it was just with the other bands that we've been playing like our that's last true. few shows with, everybody's been kind of like more ener- like higher energy. So we didn't want to kind of bring it down. So we swapped that out for the the news the cover song that came out today just came out today yeah just just released it robbers yeah yes. yeah listen to bulletproof it. segue drew by the way that was amazing <laughs> i didn't see that nice. coming from a mile away this is entirely unplanned so new song what's the creative process between you all and and getting that ball rolling so so for <laughs> robbers in particular it's me and tom in a room and kev is the ref and we're gonna make it work and me, you know, me and Tom are very, um, we're pretty like creatively active and stuff like that. And this was a weird one because it wasn't like writing a song out of thin air. It was like, hey, it's the song already exists. Figure out your way to do it. And so like we have these moments where we lock in in big ways. Like I think like the verses for that song were pretty much just like instant. Yes, yes, yes. Across the board. And then we'll do it'll be little things like, well, how do we start it? And that's 45 minutes of me and Tom workshopping stuff. No, I like this. No, I want it this way. And then we just kind of turn because Kevin's a Kevin's a producer by trade, which means he's also a songwriter by trade, which means he's like, you know, he's he's adept at like putting this stuff together. And so we're kind of like, all right, we're at an impasse, Kevin. 
and we kind of passed over call the shot i'll wheel in on a skateboard and be like what if we just did quarter notes on the drums and And then oh my god we love it and then i just wheel off and do a kickflip it's not it's not always we love it it's not that's what what i find it's not always we love it sometimes it's just like sometimes it's tom and kevin love it or me and kevin love it and then it's like suck it tom i'm right this time but then but it works but but it works so the the, so the intro to robbers is one where like it was you know i i had tried to plan like a bigger thing but then in the context of the full song it actually worked out better to do kind of like a more of a build there the choruses we do um i remember even like the steady on on the choruses that was another sticking point and and you know sometimes you you pull yourself out of it and take and see that bigger view and it works really really well i was really happy with it and then drew Drew just comes in and like lays down the sickest bass lines you've ever heard and you're just like wow that's perfect well i think i went through like four or five different versions of that first first bass line yeah True. I couldn't settle on it. Tom, I'm just like, I'm also just blessed to have Tom as a drummer because he always gives me this like these really good like rhythms to work with and whatnot. And it just makes me indecisive because I like I keep rewriting parts. And even like some of our songs, it's like I play them different live just because I'm like, I don't know, trying other stuff out. Like it is always interesting to me how Drew just kind of folds and like I read like when when I mentioned like it was it's it often starts with me and Tom in a room, like working out the structure. And then Drew just has a series of like, watch this. And then, it, you know, he kind of just, roll, you know, rolls up with a part that fits. I think one of the craziest things about this song, like the cover was like, it's like familiar with the original song. And like, I feel like once we decided on that being the cover song that we were going to do for this, um, I feel like instantly like Eric and Tom are like, oh, like we got ideas. And we're like, all right. And I feel like the next day it's like we had basically a fully fleshed out song. And I'm like, and it's like, the, the thing is, it's like, it does kind of follow the original, but it's definitely like they made it their own. And I was just like, oh my God, like people in my band are so talented. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even listen to the 1975. Like I, I, I listened to Robbers. When we were told to do this cover, you know, I, I listened to the song for the very first time. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut session. that, cut that. <laughs> we can. I'm allowed to have a video. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, no, but like, <laughs> I, you know, I listened to the song and I kind of just heard that like very like, you know, mid-tempo, just push forward type groove, very consistent. And I was just like, no, we got to funk that up. Look, let's speed it up. Let's make it funkier, more syncopated. So I had a lot of fun with the drumming and, and Eric did a really good job writing structure over it. How did how did you guys all form? Like um so Eric- I can tell you how I joined because <laughs> yeah. I love this story. I tell this people, I tell this to all the people. Let's hear so, it. <laughs> no, so like I, I never really knew Eric that well. Um I worked with him for about two months uh at uh Azumi's in the mall in high school. Which you found out later though. No, I knew that. He oh. did it. Right. I feel like he did. I didn't know. <laughs> but um Here comes kevin but, in on a skateboard yeah i saw him around at other shows and stuff because he was in like the local scene and whatnot i was always like a big fan of his music and whatnot but then uh i found out he's like a fan of uh, another band that tom and i play in and he was at our release show and i think after that like shortly after that like one of us sent it like we were like became friends on facebook or whatnot but like I saw a post from Eric and it was like, 
it was like hey i just wrote a bunch of songs who wants to start a band or something like that and i'm like i was just pumped because i'm like oh dude this guy's going to put out more music and his music's awesome like great voice he writes good songs let's go and then i think i was at kevin's house for like the super bowl no no so it was totally different from that well, no, no, it was at the Chiefs. Damn, the you Super just said Bowl. he lied. What are you? It was, totally different. it was the Chiefs, the the Chiefs 49er Super Bowl at your house, Kevin. We were no, it wasn't when no, it happened. No, it wasn't was it? Super Bowl. No, so what? Did <laughs> was it, it happen- a different night? Well, it, it was a heartwarming story up until then. It was Kevin, at your it place, though. It was <laughs> it at was, the studio. It was, it was at my house, and it was when me, you, and Tom and Chris were trying to form a band. We were just like writing songs together. And at the time, uh, like, I think it was like the day before Eric had called me and left a voicemail on my phone and been like, yo, like, I don't know if you're still doing music anymore, but like, I would love to form a band with you. And then like, you know, I called him back. I was like, dude, obviously I would love to do it. Like we've known each other for years and I was like running sound for him a bunch. And, you know, regardless, I was at Kevin's house and I just told him, I was like, yo, did you see it? We were like, yeah, because we were trying to write some music with some of our other friends and like i was like yo i'm like just sitting there with kevin i was like yo did you see that eric posted this that's like gonna be really cool and he goes yeah cool i'll text him i'll tell him that you're gonna play i'm like what <laughs> like <laughs> yeah and then mm-hmm. that happened so then so we had drew so it was like eric drew and i and we we're like we we tried out one drummer and we just weren't feeling it and then we're like well who should we get as drummer and drew was like i know the perfect guy and like enlisted tom i don't even think there was a tryout it was just kind of like hey tom you're, you're coming you gotta know yeah, these I, songs. I, we, we we had seen him we had yeah. seen him and, and and all that stuff it was it was a it was a depressing like first two like get togethers because we were trying out a drummer who is an awesome dude it just it didn't quite work out and then on top of that i thought drew pre-quit because he didn't show up to like the first two times we tried to jam <laughs> at the last minute i thought i thought he was pre like never mind in advance <laughs> And I was like, I was like, damn, we just went from half a rhythm rhythm section to no rhythm section. This <laughs> and, and so then like when we finally nailed down the like the iteration of like what you see here, uh, that was in February of 2020, and then March hit. And we're like, okay, so <laughs> I, I guess we'll do everything virtually now. I thought we didn't get Tom till like April, May. When like it we pretty much decided yeah it was like march ish when we were deciding but like we hit lockdown when it, it was like this is who we should be the four of us and then we were like all right let's practice our parts in our own separately. Separately. It, was think, a, it was it was me it was i thought it was a phone call we had no i think i think drew called me first <laughs> <laughs> and Drew was just like, "Hey, you're doing this. <laughs> doing this. Is that and during the, the way, Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> might, might as well be the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, it was March Madness. If if you want if you want to view into just the power of being in the rhythm section of a of a, of a local band, I'm pretty sure what actually happened is Tom interviewed me. Oh um, yeah, I uh, did. We had we had, a, we had a we had a phone screening. Tom's basically I like I'm asking Tom to join this band or like we're you know we're talking about it and Tom has a call with me. To make sure that this band is something he wants to do for sure. Like in, in <laughs> hindsight, in hindsight, that was so egotistical. <laughs> Are you good enough for me? We didn't even make him audition. We were just like, yep. And he's like, well, hold on. I got to find out 
what's your angle? What's your deal? Yeah. And so we had, it was, no, it was, it was great. It was the first time I had talked to Tom. The, the I think the first time we had ever been in a room together, all four of us as a unit was Tom and Drew's old band CD release show. And the next time we were in a room together was after that quarantine video. Like it yeah. was, was probably August of Our first 2020. practice was in August. Yeah. Yeah. First practice in the same room together. And we wow. all wore masks and we like, I hired a photographer because I was like, this might be the only thing that we got going on. So <laughs> great. Make sure it didn't happen. Yep. <laughs> exactly. How how did you guys come up with the design for the, the, the group logo? Ooh, that's a that's a me, Kevin, and Drew. So we, oh, the bird? we basically went the bird. We, we basically no. were sat on a Zoom call like yeah. this. Um we were looking at pictures. We, I think one of us was screen sharing. I think I was screen sharing um, because I'm handy with the Photoshop and Illustrator and all the that. Photoshop. And <laughs> I think we were literally Google searching just different pictures of like different kinds of birds. Swear to God, we Googled bird <laughs> pictures. Literally. And ran through it until we found now, not like just, to, just before anyone thinks that we like boosted anything off the internet, we found a photograph of a yeah. small little was bird. it like a baby duck or something it was a duck yeah. because i love ducks yeah it ended up being a baby duck and we used kind of that pose as the thing and drew like kind of the basic outline of it and then i don't know we were just like we tried out a bunch of different stuff like like different adding different elements to the design and whatnot so we were like there was a lot of like doing stuff and then a lot of undoing until like i think we were doing that for probably like a solid like half hour hour until we finally decide like settled yeah. on what we ended up with Drew, this was, was a clean two. this was two american hours of us oh no i'm this. saying I, i'm not including was there like, drinking involved no yeah, this was at noon thing. on a saturday although it wasn't the pandemic <laughs> the but weekend. this was noon on a saturday <laughs> i bet chris was drinking at that point if not drunk <laughs> well so i mean like yeah early pandemic yeah but like this was late pandemic we were like all right, yeah, let's let's maybe try to do something with this right now. But I, I think that's part of the magic of it, though, is that it was we were in the throes of the pandemic. So if when you're in a band and you can't practice, you can only do the other stuff. Yeah, like all there is is like let's let's spend two hours on a logo. On today. A logo. Like that's all there is to do. Like let's you know. And I think before that we had two whole Zoom calls about trying to figure out the band name. Okay. Uh, and like. I think we ended up on Floorbird as a total joke, as in like instead of bird in sky, bird on floor. It was Monique, my wife, came up with it, and I had yeah. a bunch of names. Y'all hated all of them. Yes. And yes, so this, 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 yeah, what were they? I was not involved. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tom was not involved by this point yet. We we got we got the logo and the name, and then we got Tom. Yeah. Um. But uh, it. Tom was, got you. It was, oh, that's right. That's right. Tom got us. He he, he sourced us. But um. Yeah, he uh, or it was basically based on like the name that y'all I think disliked the least. I think nap time was a name that I came up with, and y'all oh, yeah, absolutely terrible. hated it. I thought it was funny. Fan. I Could thought it was funny, and I only I only bring that up just to <laughs> know the caliber of names that were. We're in a band against. called Floorbird, and imagine being called <laughs> Nap Time. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 funny because it's like it, the name is nap time but it's high energy music you understand? right right <laughs> sure <clears throat> you know so, sometimes on the rock boat newer bands get the opportunity to do collaborations with some some big artists 
um, more well-known artists um, than some of the newer bands. And for example, I think Mom Rock did it with Bowling for Soup. Oh, wow. Um, that was cool. They're opening think... for Bowling for Soup now, aren't they? Wait, yeah. wait. Exactly. I was going to say, what I was going to say, what exactly you mean by like collaborations? I feel like when you first initially said that, I'm like, oh, do they like play together on stage while yeah. they're there? Yes. Okay. So like another example would be there's um another artist who was on the rock boat last year, Mickey James. Um, he's from the, the Philly area and John Foreman from Switchfoot what? Um, came up to him and said, like, hey, mind if we, we do the song? And that's how that's how it consistently happens on the boat like that's cool down the board so um just some food for thought if uh well, if you guys like collaborating with people we would love to when is when usually is rock boat rockers this year january it says right yeah. yeah it's at the end of january um this upcoming year and they'll and they'll post six man will post about the um the sound check uh competition and um they'll let it well known throughout their socials um you know when and the deadlines and stuff and such can i just say too by the way i'm a big holiday music guy mm-hmm. gives me a reason to drink and uh Same. um you're i the last week i've been listening to more and more of your music and fire and pine it's a good one it's oh, hell yeah uh it's it's odd like i was telling mark i have like i always have notes and whenever i circle something it means i absolutely want to bring it up during a conversation and yeah that's circled and uh that's an awesome song. Like I listened I actually, to it and I was like, can it be the holidays again? Yes. <laughs> I actually think we have like a whole EP's worth of holiday music. Nice. So, so, so where that, where that comes from, because fire and pine, I think we kind of pretty much like had in the chamber and it was just a matter of like, do we do it 2020 or 2021? And we were just so excited to just be sitting on music at the time that we pushed it out. But it came from, I, I used to do a, a project every year where I would, um, I would write a Christmas song for my wife every year for the holidays. I would record it. So like, that's where like the demo version of that came from. And then, and then, you know, there's, there's a few others, but um, you know, writing songs for your spouse can get old for them. I imagine, but like, like, you know, after, after a few, so we've moved on to other things like other, like cool, like creative gift ideas. We didn't stop. It's just like the song thing is like, all right, we four is enough. (laughs) what other events do you guys have coming up or festivals um anything set that the the listeners can look forward to uh so this thursday actually so in in three days um we're playing at ortlieb's with uh with johnny football hero my cousin's girlfriend's house and uh jet jag and which um that is going to be weird for me but i'm i'm excited so tim our manager is filling in on guitar and I am going to have to learn the tech side of our show in a day tomorrow. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that because Kevin also doubles as like our, our live tech as well. Kev, you do it all. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. was professional, you know, touring tech and front of house for a bunch of artists and producer when I came home. So like doing it for this band was just kind of like second nature for me. Yeah. And now makes sense. Yeah. When we and, strike the set, he has a series of likes for lighting and stuff like that. He just has a ton of cables and stuff. And so every time I say, oh, Kevin, you need me help. And he goes, no, Eric, this is therapeutic for me. And I'm just watching him just roll cables for like 20 minutes after the set. It it really it lets me cool off and I'm rolling cables. So nobody's bothering me. It's great. 
<laughs> I want to see if like I just want to I always want to see if it works on other chores. Like if Kevin's stressed out, I'm like, Kevin, I got so many dishes. Do you want to come over? <laughs> I hate dishes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but I'll do them. I'll nice. do your dishes. Wow. That was easier than it should have been. <laughs> we also have a fun event uh next uh, next week. The end uh, of next week. No, the end of, end of the following. Um oh, follow, yeah, two weeks from now. Um my um my good friend uh my good friends Ken and Dave um made a made a donation to like the beautification of a of a park an old park in Phoenixville where I live um in, in dedication to uh to my friend Kat's um parents who recently passed and so um it's not like a show show they just wanted us to come play um but uh, we're gonna be playing it that Friday June third and just in the middle of Phoenixville um around at uh, six p.m. it should be fun awesome and if people want to go find out all things floorboard where can they access your your information at so the the easy catch-all is floorboard.net um just because that's like the one place you can get links to everything um on top of that though if you just look up floorboard um floor as in the ground bird as in the animal um just on at anything you'll you'll find us so i think it's floorboard band on twitter but a lot of other places it's just at floorboard Mm -hmm. awesome 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 Gentlemen, your music's awesome. I encourage everybody to go out, listen to it, download it, stream it. Buy the vinyl. There it is. Hey. Yes, I was I mean, just told dude, this dude. morning that or that t- today that Mark had got me one. At, yeah, this uh, is Chris's right here. So I'm excited picked up to three that night. I was really wondering why you bought three at the time because <laughs> yeah. there were there was only it was only two of you at the show, and I'm like. Wow, they just bought one to share. Just, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say before we even like talk to them, like I, I think I was like, I had just started talking to them, and like somebody else was walking over, and I was like, "Yo, these guys just bought three vinyl." Like, <laughs> and you got to find a way. You got to find a way to bring it up that doesn't make them think, "Oh, we did buy one too many. Can we take it back?" <laughs> well, don't worry. We're gonna fire Eamon, and then we'll have an extra one. So. Great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> gentlemen i appreciate you guys taking time out of your day of course to chat with us about who you are where you're from and chatting a little about the rock boat and i hope the the submission process goes well and you know it would be amazing to see you guys on the boat and um have some cocktails with you and if not then in philly it's just a you know i'm quaker town so it's not that far so yeah yeah, yeah awesome. I'm, I'm currently on the sixth man website just trying to figure out how do i how do i how do we sign up also if you haven't noticed yet uh we haven't really posted it anywhere but the vinyl actually has what three two three secret tracks two. on it two, two two secret it has two acoustic cuts on what? it as well i wouldn't yeah. say a secret they're secret. listed <laughs> yeah they're secretly listed secretly listed. and it well, has pale blue dot which you can't hear in concert anymore so <laughs> well it's not like ever, it you know what i was gonna say not ever it's not like forever but you know what just for the sake just for the sake yeah. of uh you know keeping keeping the value high you can only get it on the vinyl yes <laughs> exactly i'm gonna take it down from the internet you have to buy the vinyl to listen to it <laughs> perfect and i believe fire is fire and pine on the vinyl too it is not. Uh, right. Okay. I thought it was for some reason. Hmm. If you play it backwards, I think. Yeah, you can hear Fire and Pine. Yes, yes. <laughs> secret message. Every day it's, um, the holiday. It's, no, it's darker lyrics. It's just called Satan and Satan. Oh, okay. Play it backwards. <laughs> Every day is not holiday. <laughs> but like way deeper. Yeah, there you go. Well, gentlemen. 
Thank you so thank, much. Thank you so much for having us. This was yeah, thank you very you much for having us, honestly. Appreciate we'll see, it. We'll see you out there pretty soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.